Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. It's a two-man crew today. Across the way, the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski, Andrew Servideo, God knows where, halfway across the country, Mark Sanger at Met Spring Training. We'll give that one a pass. But Chris, what's going on? What's going on, Matt? Look at this. Back, this is the second time me and you were just doing it. And as I can remember you saying, last time me and you did, this was you had f- a lot of fun. I don't know what you're talking about. Neither do I. <laughs> no, I, uh, Clem, <laughs> you and I, two fun guys, we're, uh, we're, like, <laughs> we're like Titus O'Neil. Michael Cole, oh, he loves having fun in the <laughs> ring. It, yeah, it's, so we're Titus Worldwide? It's me and Clem. We love having fun in Studio 4. That's what it's all about. Fastlane was this weekend. Uh, I had literally no interest watching. Not saying there weren't good matches on there. I just really had no interest in watching it. I was like, just get me to Mania. Like I, I always thought Fastlane was so pointless or roadblock, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, there was so there was a couple good matches on this card, but I mean, I was like, eh, the whole time. I feel like that was the general consensus going into the show. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, there were a couple good matches. I mean, there were a couple uh, slow parts, and I was like, okay, we've seen this again. We've seen, we knew, but you know what it was too? It was predictable. Well, that's what we've been saying for weeks. Yeah, it was like we knew who was going to win what matches, and literally, like, like we like we said, we agreed on all the ones last week, except for me picking Mandy Rose like a fool. Um, a little bit, yeah. But yeah, everything we said was came almost came out correct for the most part. So we'll get into it. The Usos. Kick off the show. They they beat the Miz and Shane McMahon, and then again predictable. What everybody was looking for. Shane McMahon finally turns on the Miz. Yeah, I this was we saw this coming from a mile away. Especially it was in Cleveland, his hometown. His father was at ringside, and we saw this coming from a mile away. And now we're gonna get Shane versus Miz at Mania. Dude, I love it. So do I. Now I love it. Because I, oh, I hated the McMiz tag team. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. This I like. This I can get behind. And I'm like, okay. But I think, again, I've been saying this a while for a while about Shane. Just get him off my TV after this. I don't need to see Shane for multiple months on a row wrestling. I just, if he wants to do Mania, that's fine. But no, I, know, I know you've been talking about that, but why all of a sudden are you invested? Why are you now getting on board? I guess it's just because maybe... It's some we haven't seen this, you know. It's not being. It, this isn't forced. Like when there was the tag team, they it was obviously where they were being forced. When you already have three solid tag teams on Raw, plus uh, Gallows and Anderson, plus Sanity, and then you just throw you throw in Miz and uh, Shane in there, and now you throw well, for, and now you throw in Rusev and Nakamura in there. But that's a different point. Like I didn't like that that they were a tag team. But now that they're fighting against each other, I can get behind. So that. you just didn't like them taking the spot in the tag division. But now that it's a singles match at WrestleMania, yeah. now they're all right. Like I get that, but my absolute favorite part of this. First off, I've loved this since the beginning, mm-hmm. since it started. And the absolute best part is that the Miz is a full blown babyface. The crowd is a hundred percent unironically on his side. It used to be, oh, the Miz is a heel. We love to hate him. And then it was every now and then it was, oh, you know, hey, the Miz is actually pretty cool. He's really good at his job. He's a great heel. Now it's. 
we're giving him the credit because we love to love him. Mm-hmm. We're not loving to hate him anymore. He's our favorite. Yeah. And The Miz, as a babyface at WrestleMania against Shane McMahon, is going to deliver. That's oh, for sure. absolutely. It's absolutely going to deliver. And Miz is so good, he can play it either way, like you just said. He can be a face. He can be a heel. He's a, nice, he's a great tweener. He's great at it. And I'm very excited to see him, even if they continue him being a face after Mania. And he's just so damn likable. So likable. I mean, if do you watch do you watch Miss and Mrs. I knew you were gonna bring this up. I watched an, an episode or two. So good on that. He's, he's so funny. He's, he's so he's hilarious. You can't hate that guy. No, you for can't. years. Oh, we love to hate that guy. You can't anymore. You just can't. Yeah, for years it was. It was all, he's a chick magnet, he's Miz and Morrison, he's this and that, he's awesome, he got Damian Sandow, you hated him. Now you like. Now we're liking him, and like, and now we're seeing like more of it with it with Total Divas and Miz and Mrs. and whatnot. He's hilarious, he's funny, I love this guy, I love everything about the Miz. And Mr. Miz coming out doesn't hurt. Does not hurt at all, no. <laughs> George and sitting in the front row, just looking at his face makes me laugh. Especially seeing that, knowing that he's the, the, da- he's the Miz's dad. Just make oh I love it. It's it it doesn't add up. Like, Miss is really handsome. <laughs> exactly. Mister George Mizanin on the uh, you know on the other side. Yeah, of the on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. All right, all right. It's the I, same thing with uh, his wife too. You ever Maurice his mother? Like, oh, <laughs> like not even close to what Maurice looks oh, like. Oh man. That one I'm not aware of, but the George Mazan and Mike Mazan. Go look at a picture. It's an, I'll, I'll get there. But anyway, we'll move it on. Shane versus Miz at Mania. I'm looking forward Same. to it. Uh, and when Shane came out on SmackDown, cut his heel promo. And the, the best part we didn't even mention, the reason this all started was because of that best in the world tournament that was on a throwaway show that nobody wanted to remember. Now it means something. It's coming full circle. I think it just means something just so they can get people prepared for at, probably after Mania that the next uh, pay-per-view is going to be a Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. Uh, I, th- I think they just want to keep it in the minds like, oh, this happened at the Saudi Arabia event. But that's yeah. never been brought up since Crown Jewel in November. It was, oh, I won the World Cup tournament. That was it. It wasn't, yeah. I won the World, tournament, World Cup tournament in Jeddah. At Crown, no, I won the World Cup tournament. Yeah, that's all it was, and bringing that full circle, so making it mean something. Because as it was happening back in November, we were watching it live during the show. We were like, "This is dumb. The winner gets a big trophy. It'll probably be destroyed tomorrow, and who cares?" Yeah, I care now. I do. Now, now I actually see who's the best in the world. Well, that's true. That's what it's all about. Two thirds <laughs> versus one third. Co besties imploding. I love it. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll move it on. That second match on the card. Asuka defeated Mandy Rose. She retains the SmackDown Women's Championship. Clem, what do you got for me? I got, uh, I see a Mandy and Sonya breakup real soon. But other than that. Which I I don't like at all. I know, neither do I. Especially now that there's women's tag titles. But to go back to the the match, I mean, I thought it was a good match. I mean, I... Mandy was Mandy was being Mandy. It was quick. It was real quick. Oscar Oscar did her time. I mean, and we expected it to be quick. Oscar came in, dominated Mandy from every aspect, and that's how it happened. And we we saw Mandy slip up, air quotes for those for the listeners back home, slip up on the apron and because uh, it was Sonya Deville's fault, showing yeah. a little dissent. Ah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it was all. Then we saw the same thing on SmackDown. It was the opposite. Is a Mandy and Sonya, they got some beef now. I hope they don't break up. What does that lead to? Ah, uh, 
You know what I was thinking? Maybe it's it's either going to be – I still don't know who Asuka's fighting because you can't sell – I'm going to get – you're not selling me on. It's Lacey Evans. Her just doing her catwalk up and down nah, the ring. Um, I think it's going to be – well, Mandy screwed me up at – I mean, um, Sonya screwed me up at Fastlane, so I deserve another shot at the title. Well, Sonya's like – but I'm Sonya, and I'm tired of sitting behind all of you and you not doing anything. Uh, I don't want it to be a triple but threat because, again, we already have a triple I threat would, for the Raw. Here's the funny thing. I would love that triple threat match, but it's not happening at WrestleMania. It can't. You can't have another triple threat match on that card. I know. Especially no, I know. if it's another women's championship. I know. That's what I'm saying. But that I'm being, like, right. That being said, where do you go? Who does Asuka face at Mania? I don't know. The rumor I have no was idea. the rumor was Lacey Evans. I'm starting to not believe that anymore because she point, came she came out this week on SmackDown and did nothing at again. This, well, that's not the issue. But no, it, that is the issue. No, no, no. Because, the issue for me is that you have four weeks to build it. Well, that's why I'm saying, because we all thought it was going to be Lacey Evans, but again, she didn't even cut a promo with Asuka this week, so it's, I'm putting taking Lacey Evans she out of the She hasn't cut a promo on anybody, ever. I, I don't know. I really, at this point, I don't know, unless Ember Moon comes back anytime. Like, and just like, swaps, no. ships over to SmackDown. I, I mean, yeah. Because you got her. two Raw, SmackDown superstars fighting other, for the Raw Women's Championship. It doesn't uh, make sense. Other than that... Uh, I was going to say maybe Alexa, but she's hosting WrestleMania now. Which I love. We'll get into. That's going to be amazing. Other than that, I can really either see Nikki Cross, nope. but she hasn't been on TV nope. since I don't know when. Uh, since the, I don't think she's done anything since the Rumble. No, yeah. Her her last match was, I'm pretty sure, was when she got jobbed with Alicia Fox. Um Oh, that's right. In the I think that's okay. the last time we saw her on TV. That's the last time we saw Alicia Fox, too. Maybe... Naomi or Carmella. That's those are the only that's two. That's not I'm, a mania match. Ex- that's what I'm saying though. But I, I, it's they're, they're running out of time. Unless that's why weeks ago I said to you guys, you called me crazy. I said I wouldn't be surprised if this SmackDown Women's Title and Oscar left off the main card. I understand what you're saying, but they're gonna put it on the card. It's, you, I hope so. You have to, but uh, it, at the expense of just lazy, uh, lazy last minute booking. Where are they going? Maybe a NXT call up. Maybe Not at this point, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you get um, Rhea Ripley. Maybe you get Shayna. Drops the title. NXT. She and Oscar has an open, open challenge, challenge at, at maybe. Media. I, I, I don't know. Running around. I I think somehow they're gonna get to Lacey Evans. I do. I'm, I'm sick of Lacey Evans. I love I love Lacey Evans. She proved me a lot at the Rumble, but I just can't stand her. What Walk- have you done for me lately? Yeah, exactly. You've done nothing for me. You you're only at. When, when did you get call up? Early January. It was like at Christmas time, all those new call-ups. Christmas time. We've seen her wrestle once. One time at the Royal Rumble. I agree. But, uh, well, yeah, so. I don't know what they're going to do. We'll we'll probably come to argue about it the next four weeks until yeah. WrestleMania, probably after as well. But anyway, the next match, the most intriguing of the entire card, Sheamus and Cesaro beat Kofi Kingston in a handicap match. The New Day went backstage, said, Vince, you're crazy. You got to get Kofi in this match. He says, all right, you're right. WWE title is going to be defended in a triple threat match tonight, which it was, but Kofi Kingston was not involved in that match. Instead, he lost to the bar in the handicap match. What would you think? I thought this was pointless. I mean. Really? I mean, I like, I get Vince is trying to be the heel and whatnot, and like ne- he's not giving Kofi this title. I think it's going to end up leading to Kofi po- possibly winning the WWE championship at Mania because it's like, oh, he's fought so hard, 11 years, all that baloney, pancakes, and all that stuff. And I think it's just, you know, I thought this was just so, I didn't like it, you know, because it was like, okay, here comes the bar, Sheamus and Cesaro, two of the most dominant guys on the on either roster, 
and then just beat the crap out of Kofi. Well, that was the whole point. Yeah, I know. You're stacking but... the deck against Kofi Kingston, which I understand yeah. is going to get a little stale. They're running back the Daniel Bryan 2014 story, but you can tell this is the guy the fans want to see. Yeah. The fans don't want to see him at Fastlane. They don't want, and I told Mark that for weeks. If Mark was here, I'd be grilling him right now. Mark, <laughs> I hope you're listening. But the fans don't want to see Kofi Kingston at Fastlane. They didn't want to see him win it at Elimination Chamber. The fans want to see Kofi Kingston hold the WWE Championship over his head at MetLife Stadium at WrestleMania 35. That's where this is going to. There's no other option. So you have this, you know, no pun intended, roadblock in Fastlane. You got to get over it somehow, so stack the deck against Kofi. Oh, he's he's not good enough. He's not worth it. And, oh, well, he couldn't beat the bar. How's he going to beat Daniel Bryan? I Something just, like that. I still think this ends in a fatal four-way match at Mania because Kevin Owens can just go up to and be like, you gave me no time to prepare. I didn't why didn't prepare for a triple threat match, blah, 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 all that baloney. So like, and, he, and Vince McMahon like, oh, Kevin Owens, you're my favorite. You're get you get. Is that supposed to be a Vince impression? Yeah, I can't do impressions. That was really bad. Yeah, it was. But don't do that again. I'm not, I won't. <laughs> um, but Vince can be like, "Oh, Kevin Owens, you're my favorite, and I'm gonna give you this uh, another title match." But I'm gonna give I, you. Title I feel like I, I I gotta cut you off. It should have been more like, "Oh, Kevin Owens, he's my favorite." Yeah. I will put him in the title match. All right. <laughs> that was that, that was, was more way better than what I right, did. No problem. Anyway. <laughs> No, but yeah, so I think it's going to be a fatal four-way. You have Mustafa Ali, like you said last week, who this was this was his title opportunity where Kofi was supposed to be. Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston all in all in a fatal four-way match. And you want to talk about stacking the deck against Kofi Kingston. You're stacking the deck right there with a, in a fatal four-way match. Well, now we they had announced on SmackDown, that we'll get into it more, that Kofi's got this big gauntlet match. If he wins it, he gets a mania opportunity. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins that match. Then the week after, they say, all right, one more thing. you got to be Kevin Owens, too. And there's your number one contenders match. I'm, I'm just waiting for Vince to be like, okay, you beat all these guys. Now it's time to beat me. Now what? Yeah. Now face me in the in in a match. I I wouldn't put it past them at 70 whatever. 75. It's like, it's, it's, like, it's like when you play Brawl. It's uh Super Smash Brothers Brawl. You play the you get the master hand at the end. That Vince is the master hand. Vince You're going to have to that's who you're going to have to face. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. But anyway, I'm 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 here for it. That's for sure. Kofi Mania. It's running wild, brother. We'll Let me on. tell you something, brother. We'll move it on. The Raw Tag Team Championships defended the Revival retained against Rudin Gable and Aleister Black and Ricochet. This is a huge, huge win for the Revival. They look pretty credible. Yeah, now they're starting to look credible. I mean, look, they took two bad, not bad bumps, but... They lost to DIY and Aleister Black and Ricochet, yeah. the four most pushed guys on the entire roster. No, uh, yeah, obviously. So I wasn't expecting them to win those matches, but it's like you didn't want them to lose those matches too. But now you pick, they pick up huge, huge win against... Bobby Roode, uh, Chad Gable, and Ricochet and Black. But now, what do you think they do with the titles at Mania now? I don't know. I, I have no idea. And I am I like that. I've been enjoying the fact that I don't know. Because we have the Revival to, to the, you know, one of the best tag teams in the company. Yeah. And I don't know if Black and Ricochet are going to continue to team together on the main roster. You still have Roode and Gable. Are there any other competitors for... The Raw Tag Titles. Weeks ago, we had talked about Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, but that's, that's falling flat. Yeah, I don't think unfortunately. Look, Clem, I know you still woo-woo-woo, but I don't know if that's going to happen. You have four weeks till Mania. Can you build those two guys up to beat the Revival? I'm not sure. I don't know. but I Especially think... 
on a like that's a feel good moment if the two of them, Ryder and Hawkins, win the titles at Mania, on a card where potentially we're gonna get Becky, Seth, and Kofi Kingston winning major championships. Are you also gonna give it to Ryder and Hawkins for huge babyface wins? I think you know I said this when we first, maybe when we first uh, brought the show back early on in uh, October or whatever we started. I was like, you think. You know, because they had Kurt Hawkins on TV for a while. I was just thinking, you know, maybe they're, like, promoting his losing streak to a point where, like, he's going to have this big moment down the road somewhere where he wins a title or something like that. I thought, Don't get me wrong. I love that. And I thought the same thing when they started teaming together. But in the past, what, what has it been, month and a half since they've been together? They haven't done anything. Yeah, they haven't done anything. They've been cutting promos with the Ascension. Right, like it's one thing to lose. I guess that's the the point of it. But they're not even even on TV. They're backstage making fun of Otis with the B team and the Ascension. Right now, they're not on the level of a Revival or a Rooting Gable. They're on the level of the B team and the Ascension. And, you know, to go back to that, which makes me think that, you know, we, we saw on Fastlane that this is the last time we're seeing the Shield together. I don't think this is the last time we're seeing the Shield together. I think Dean and Roman are going to stay together. And I think they're going to tag up and possibly go after the revival at Mania. It's it's a possibility. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, I don't know how we're going to get there. Neither but do I. It's the the revival definitely needs somebody at Mania. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, maybe. I mean, other than that, the only thing I can think of is maybe because it's been rumored that Bray Wyatt's Bray Wyatt's been healthy. And ready to go. And now I heard Luke Harper is making appearances at house shows. So unless you do the Wyatt, the Wyatt family. Wyatt and Harper, maybe. Maybe I can, I can get in that, on that. Other than that, I really have no idea. Yeah. So you know, before we go to break, we'll t- touch on this ne- one next match: U.S. title for Fatal Four Way. Samoa Joe retains the title. I could watch him, Truth, Ray, and Andrade go forever. So can I. And like the the total age in this match is like 155 years old. <laughs> the average age is almost 40. Like, I love it. You got our truth is almost 47, mm-hmm. and then Ray and Joe were older guys. Andrade, the Spring Chicken, and this one, this is so good. These guys are great together. I can watch the look. We've seen this. I mean, we all talk about how like stale it's been because we keep seeing the same matches over and over again. I can watch. Uh, Ray and Andrade go at each other. Joe in the mix with R-Truth. I can watch that over and over again all the time because it's always so good. Any incarnation of these four guys. Exactly. For sure. And I think where this leads to, and I think we may have agreed with it, we may have agreed last week, I'm not 100% sure, is that we get Joe and John Cena at Mania. Uh, I don't know. I, agree, I I agreed more on the Mark end that Cena is probably going to face Angle at, for his retirement that, that, match. That's possible, and we'll get in there, too. But I was thinking, you know, R-Truth did the whole Cena thing, and then the, on SmackDown two weeks ago when Joe won the title, he cut his backstage promo yeah. and said, oh, about John Cena, hustle, loyalty, and respect. I don't respect him. He's washed, whatever it's, it is. Yeah, like, he brought him up out of nowhere. Almost. Yeah, it's, it's, not, I mean? it's not out of the possibility that Cena comes back. Or Joe does the open challenge, like like our truth hero said, and you just have and it's like Cena's like, oh, you can't see me, and then Joe and Cena go at it for Mania. I I hope that's what we get. But anyway, we're gonna step aside for a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into the rest of Fastlane. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on the Wave, the sound of LIU. This is the Phenomenal Forum on the Wave, the sound of LIU. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein, 
the modern-day Klimaraja Chris Klimazewski here with you on this fine Friday afternoon. So, Chris, you hear that music? The Glamazon is back. Love it. Beth Phoenix confronted Nia Jax and Tamina this past Sunday after they lost to Sasha and Bailey. And, you know, no disrespect to Sasha Banks and Bailey. They are the champions. They retained. Great match. Beth Phoenix does the story here. Oh, absolutely. Like, I like again, total predictable match. We knew Sasha and Bailey were going to win in the first title defense. And the fact that, you know, Beth Phoenix uh, had the stare down with Nia and Tamina, and I was just like, that woke me up. I was like, oh, we're getting Beth Phoenix at WrestleMania. I think so. Oh, I think so. I think – and I'm sitting there watching with my friend Mike, and I was just like, well, Natalia's got to run down any second now and help her, which she did. But, I mean, again, no help because Nia Tamina. But I think we're getting Sasha Bailey versus Natty and Beth Phoenix at WrestleMania for the tag titles. And I was going to say – the obvious match, this story, it looked like Natalia, Beth versus Nia and Tamina, but that's not a Mania match. That's a, that's a tune-up match on Raw. Yeah, that's that's just a regular number one contenders match right there. And originally, we thought the Mania match for the tag titles was going to be Sasha Bailey versus Trish and Lita. That's what we all thought was going to be, and out of the, this came out of nowhere. I didn't think anyone was expecting Beth Phoenix to come back, probably for Mania. I like this so much better. <sighs> I do, too, because no offense to Trish and Lita, but when we saw them at Evolution, when we saw them during the Rumble and all all that stuff, they looked a, a little slow in the ring. And nothing great. They still look great. But I think we all know Natty can go, obviously. And this is going to be Beth Phoenix's return since the Royal Rumble at, two years ago. Exactly. This has nothing to do with Trish and Lita. This is just, this is just so much fresher. We, yeah. We saw, like you said, we saw... Lita and Trish at Evolution. Beth, we haven't seen. We saw her in the one-off at the Rumble two years ago for 45 seconds. Since then, we haven't seen her at all. Exactly. This is so fresh to get her in the ring with Sasha Banks and Bailey. I'm on board. I hope that's where they go towards Mania. So do I. I want to see if Beth can actually still work, too, you know? She looked good, man. She She's did. She's jacked. She's always been big. She is jacked. Especially when she came out on Monday in the tank top. Oh, so she, good. She can work. I, I love. I, I love. I love me some Beth Phoenix. The Phoenix one. The Glamazon man. I'm. I'm all about. I'm all about it. So I'm that's up. for sure. I'm ready. So here comes that WWE Championship match up next. Vince made it a triple threat match. Kofi wasn't in it. It was Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, and Mustafa Ali. Who? This just goes to show how good Ali is. He came out, got that Rey Mysterio 2014 Rumble treatment where everybody wanted Daniel Bryan. Mysterio came out, they booed him. The biggest babyface of all time. So here you got everybody wants Kofi Kingston, and they give you Mustafa Ali, so everybody boos Ali out of the building. Throughout this match, Ali reminded everybody, wait a minute, I'm very, very good at what I do. Mm-hmm. He got the crowd on their, on his side so, so quickly. And this match was great. This was a good match. I mean, again, another predictable match. We knew Daniel Bryan was going to win. But Kevin Owens is looking good in the ring. Mustafa Ali's return back. He's looking great. And this was you're absolutely right. This was a good match. And Mustafa Ali definitely reminded people that, hey, I can still work. I'm not injured anymore. I'm back. I'm ready to take what was mine. I'm glad he got this. But I think this is his one and only spot for mm-hmm. the time being. I think him and KO are going to be out of the picture. 
I don't think so. I think I think Kofi's going to get that spot. But this was such a good showing for Mustafa Ali, and Owens looked really good too. Yeah, I think yeah, this is both great showings for both guys. And whether whether it is they get they get the fatal four way match at Mania or they get put into the U.S. title match or whatever, these guys looked phenomenal in the ring, and it it was just a, gr- a good overall match. So Daniel Bryan gets the win, the finish as he hit the knee off of on Mustafa Ali, who did a springboard from the corner. Though Mustafa Ali was dead, he did, what an incredible spot. Daniel Bryan gets the win. He's heading into Mania as the WWE champion. As obviously as we all expected, mm-hmm. rightfully so. I'll I'll say it each and every week. Since Daniel Bryan has come back from injury, he's proven he hasn't lost a step. He's the best in the world. I'm sorry, AJ Styles. I'm sorry, Seth Rollins. It's still Daniel Bryan's he's spot. The planet's champion, man. That's that's true. <laughs> it's, it's very very true. I lo- I love this gimmick so much. It's so good. It's the best thing ever. It's like, hey, this guy sucks because he's saving the earth. He's, yeah, and finally, whoever ends up beating him might say uh, – yeah, people are going to cheer the guy who – if it's Kofi Kingston who's throwing the pancakes, who's doing this. Daniel Bryan wants to save the environment. We're going to boo that guy. That is how good Daniel Bryan is as a heel, arguably better as a heel than a babyface. I think, I think you know what we mentioned – I think Drew mentioned it weeks ago. And what it was like, what if this is – or maybe you mentioned it. What if this is just Dan- Daniel Bryan in real life, just tuned up I to ten? I think it is. I think it is too because we uh, Drew put it in our group chat one day, and it was Daniel Bryan was really mad that his daughter went to a petting zoo. Oh, I, I said <laughs> that, that. He was. <laughs> it was an episode of Total Bellas that the Daniel Bryan's son, his daughter, went with. Nikki. Nikki and Nikki's mom to the zoo, and Bree told Daniel Bryan, and he was like. You know how I feel about zoos. You know zoos. I don't like the zoo. Like enclosed <laughs> animals. Like we don't. That's the greatest thing ever. I, I was like, I was like, so this is a real thing. Like him being the planet this, shape this, is real. This like, isn't a story. This is just Daniel Bryan taking his beliefs and bringing them into the ring and tuning it up to ten. Like that's what it is. I think it's it's, so and I, it's hilarious. Good. It's great. I love it. And anybody who doesn't like it, you know what they are? What fickle. They probably yeah they that, are. Fickle. That's what they are. Oh, this is so good. I can't wait till Mania. Whether he gets finally gets Kofi Kingston, because I want I want to see the Daniel Bryan back and forwards with the New Day, with Xavier, with Big E, with Kofi on the mic. Whoever it is, it's money. It is. It, is. it will be. And that that's what we need. I don't care, Clem. Whether it's oh I think we should get a fatal four way with Owens and Mustafa Ali, or oh Kevin Owens should get the match, oh John Cena should wrestle Daniel Bryan. No, you're all wrong. I'm sorry. This is the story. It has to be. I don't know if it is, but. You're you're definitely right on the promos that they will cut. They will be phenomenal promos. Probably almost. I'll put it up there as the best promos that we haven't seen yet. It's your your top champ. It's your champion, Daniel Bryan, and your best babyface act in the company. This side of the shield, the New Day is so popular, and especially with Kofi Kingston by himself, people have been. Che- we're cheering for this dude when he was Jafakin. Exactly. So you throw Xavier and Big E into the mix, whether it's, again, on the mic, working tag matches. It doesn't matter. This is going to be incredible. It will be. It is. And I, I, just, I hope we get there. So do I. So Becky Lynch and Charlotte had their match. If, if Becky wins, she's in the triple threat. And Ronda Rousey, newly turned heel Ronda Rousey, comes out, punches Becky one time, 
to get Charlotte disqualified so Becky's in the match and then left. This was awfully, awfully booked. It was awfully booked, but we knew. I mean, I think me, I'm pretty sure me and Mark called it that we knew Ronda was going to interfere at at some point. But this makes Ronda look so stupid. I don't think that was her. If because if it, if it was her, I think she would have beat the crap out of. Becky no, 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 that's not no. I, the character. I'm not. I don't yeah. mean in because you add Becky Lynch to the match. Now your chances of retaining your championship of Mania. Go down. The, your match is now harder. You now have to wrestle two women instead of one. And she's like, yeah, this is what I want. Well, goes, this is, I mean, this just all goes back to, you know, Vince and the writers and all this stuff just booking Ronda horribly when this first happened. They should just originally, instead of making all this baloney, oh, Becky, you're suspended. Charlotte's in the match. Oh, all this stuff. You could have just said, "Hey, it's a triple threat." From day match. one, from day one, you could have exactly. avoided Ronda stinking up the place on the mic. You could have avoided all this dumb match stuff. And it, it, if they just did this from day one, made Ronda a heel from day one, all this could have been avoided. I agree, but obviously we didn't get there. Now we're trying to fix this, and is it fixable? I. I hope so. I don't really know. I think the only thing that can fix it is that they have an incredible match at Mania, which is the plan. It's going to be, yeah. Yeah. But until then, I don't know if I can watch another four weeks of this. See, like, if Ronda was good on the mic, this would be a whole different story. And I'll tell you, I agree. And you know who's the saving grace for me and the only reason I'm still a little bit invested? Charlotte Flair. Charlotte is saving this story. Yeah. Because she is just, she is such a good heel, and she's selling it on the microphone. Ronda can't. Obviously, Becky can. She's doing a good job as well. But the addition of Charlotte Flair, I've said it week in and week out, is the reason that this is a main event. No, you're absolutely right. Charlotte's so, so good on the mic. And to have her in there going along with Becky's also great mic skills and Ronda's terrible mic skills, it's just, it just that much better. It keeps it afloat. Yeah. So finally, we'll get into the oh. Before we get into the Shield match at Fastlane, we got to talk about this Elias <laughs> stuff throughout the show. These back and forth Elias concerts—they looked like they were just used as transitions through matches. I happen to really enjoy it. You know, when he puts on the full concerts, they're pretty solid. I, like everybody's like, there's no reason. There's no reason for it. Why isn't he in a story? What? How? Why is he just getting there and? And just yelling at the crowd. Well, yeah, he doesn't have anything. This is keeping him on TV. Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't be on TV at all. You know, when he first came out, I was like, oh, we're going to get an Elias, a surprise Elias match. And then it just faded to black. I was like, oh, okay, that was pretty cool. And he ba- making fun of uh, the Cavaliers with LeBron they and were everything. Cleveland, right. That was, I thought that was hilarious. And then he mentioned, you know, Shane and, Mi- uh, Shane and Miz. It, he's hilarious. He's, he's great. Th- he's Funny, and but the, the more Elias on TV, the better. It doesn't matter if he's wrestling at this point. Yeah, it's the act. And always, the act is so over. You're always ready to walk with Elias at any any minute of the day. I'm ready to walk. And arguably, the reason this was on the show is in his last appearance at the end of the night. Randy Orton hits him with an RKO out of nowhere. Randy Orton wasn't on the card. Neither was AJ Styles, who came out of nowhere with a phenomenal forearm to Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for this Mania match. It's gonna steal the show. I think it's. I said it in our group chat. You agreed with me that this is going to be. I think this is going to be the best match on the card. There's no doubt, Clem. There's none. Yeah. 
These two guys are going are to put on an incredible show. We'll get there when we talk about SmackDown. But first, let's finish up Fastlane. The return of The Shield in full effect. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Roman Reigns. They defeated Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. I'll, I'm going to be very. I'm gonna, this is going to be very, very simple, Clem. For about a year and a half to two years now, they've been trying to do this Shield reboot for whatever yes. reason. It's fallen flat. Someone Roman got that he got meningitis. Then he his leukemia came back, or Ambrose got hurt. Whatever it was, we've never gotten this run. And I didn't really know what to expect out of this match. I wasn't sure how ready Roman was going to be to come back in the ring. Seeing these three guys again on the same side, wearing all the shield garb, it was great. It was It was so, so good. It was good. There's only two things I have a problem with this match. Go for it. One. If one of your problems is Baron Corbin's ring gear, (laughs) skip it. No, it's not. All right, good. That should be. Um... Because I one, figured you, had, you didn't bring it up this week. One is that it main evented. I, I look, think it deserves to main event. I don't think it does because look, it's if you're if this is the pay per view before WrestleMania, and you're gonna have a tag ma- a a, a, a six man tag match as your main event. Look, I get it. Lu- uh, he had the leukemia. It's the return of the Shield. I get it. Why you put it there? What did you want to main event then? Give me the WWE Championship. Uh, the WWE Championship. The championship that's been around forever did not main event this card. when It that didn't even have to go up against the Universal title. That's the only argument I would make. Because every, every pay-per-view when we get, whether when the, like, the Elimination Chamber, that WWE title match was the first time the WWE title main evented a pay-per-view, a dual-branded pay-per-view since the brand split in late 2016. Exactly. I agree with that. However... This shield match needed to go on last. It, it did. I I understand why it went on last. I just I just don't agree that it should have went on last. And the only thing I have too is, I mean, I feel like we've seen the. I feel like we've seen this match before. And like, well, we've seen it in a million different in- incarnations. Yeah. Whether it was Seth and Dean with a, some third guy, or if Braun Strowman was in the mix, we saw the angle Finn Balor and a third partner for weeks. This Lashley Corbin McIntyre team is so stale. It, I'm over it, and I hope it's over. I think it is. I'm praying it is. But I, I don't know. But the Shield, they, they made it work. Yeah. The end, the end of this match where Ambrose hit Corbin with the dirty deeds, and then he took a Superman punch and the triple power bomb. It, it was great. It no, was it, so was, it was good. Good. such a feel good, good moment. Roman Reigns is back. He looks better than he's ever looked. And now Seth goes on to WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar. I'm excited. I am Can't too. Wait. It's it's gonna be real good. I pro I can promise you that. So wherever these three guys end up on the road to WrestleMania these next four weeks is gonna be absolutely huge. So that'll do it for Fastlane. We're gonna get into Raw and SmackDown in just a minute. But first, we're gonna take one extra break. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on the Wave, the sound of LIU. This is the Phenomenal Forum on the Wing, the sound of L.I.U. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum here on the Wave, the sound of L.I.U. Matt Weinstein, Chris Klimazewski, the modern-day Klimaraja here with you on this fine Friday afternoon. So, after that song, I gotta go into it real, very, very quick. Fighting with my family in theaters, I saw it this week. 
incredible. How good was it? It was it was so so good, Chris. So and is is it worth the illegal download? It's a hundred percent worth the illegal download. Okay. I saw it in theaters. But sure, illegal download, make it happen. And here's the thing: I went in. I didn't go in. I tried not to go in as a wrestling fan because I knew they were going to change some things up, make it make it a little Hollywood. I went in just as a regular moviegoer, and it was like as a wrestling fan, obviously I enjoyed it, but. It was just a good movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? D- yeah. Illegally download it. You need to. It was. <laughs> I it was, will. I'm definitely going to do good. that tonight. Uh, a couple wrestlers made made some appearances. Um, Sheamus and Big Show were in it for a second. Like actual Sheamus and Big Show? Yeah, as Sheamus and Big Show. Because uh, at the end, when they go, spoiler alert, you know, it's a true story. Um, at When she's backstage at WrestleMania 30, she's mm. walking around catering, and Sheamus and Big Show are there. They do a little bit. Uh, the Miz wa- walks walks past for a little bit, and obviously The Rock is in it. It was very very good. And you know who was really good? It was Vince Vaughn. Really? Vince Vaughn as Hutch Morgan, who isn't a real character. It was a, he was supposed to portray a mix of Dusty Rhodes, Bill DeMott, and Sarah Del Rey. Really, the three trainers that helped Paige the most as in NXT really before she had the main roster. He was really good in it. Downloaded. Was uh, find it somewhere. Who played AJ Lee? Zelina Vega. Really? Actually. And she was like her her the way she cut the promos, her cadence. She sounded exactly like AJ Lee. She had it to a T, and it was very very good. That was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie when when Zelina Vega was on screen as AJ Lee. It was incredible. Was CM Punk in it? CM Punk was not in the movie. <laughs> Relax. All right. So anyway. That's that's my plug about fighting with my family. Shout out my brother Adam for taking me to see it. Very very good. We had a nice slice of pizza beforehand. But anyway, yeah, it was real romantic. It was a hell of a time. So finally, we get into Raw and SmackDown this week. Raw starts off Paul uh, Paul Heyman and Seth Rollins going back and forth before we got Shelton Benjamin cutting off this promo. He attacks Seth Rollins. We ended up having this match. Rollins beat Shelton. I love it. Minnesota stretching, stretching crew, baby. I love it. I like it a lot. You know, I've always been a big fan of Shelton Benjamin, and the fact that he doesn't get screen time is really annoying. But I feel like, you know, if this is going to be one of Paul Heyman's new clients and we're going to see a push from Shelton Benjamin, I'm all I'm for it. I'm all for it. Especially, you know, now with uh, the Shield possibly getting st- staying together, you know, Shelton, Brock Lesnar's, you know, he is the beast incarnate, but he's going to need some a little help with no, all the... No way we would see a tag match with Brock and Shelton Benjamin, but I'd love it. There's no way he's working a tag match. Oh, no, absolutely not. But, but I, 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 mean, would, I would enjoy it. Just so, fantasy booking over here. That's, that's what we do. That's, see, my issue with fantasy booking is then I just get upset when exactly. what I want doesn't happen. So Rollins beats Shelton. Another big match on this card. Bobby Lashley regains the Intercontinental Championship by beating Finn Balor, who was... Left off the fastlane card. Why? You're shaking your head. You don't like it. I hate it because why? We Finn just got the title. He just got it, and now he loses it again. I I know this is all leading to we're gonna see Bobby versus the Demon Finn Balor. That's at, why it's yeah. I I get that, but I mean, why not just not let Bobby hold it on to it for a while and let like Elias do something? Some, yeah, or, but I don't know. I really like it. Bobby looks dominant. Leo Rush is back in the fold. They're back on the same page. Just continue to stack the deck against Finn. We'll see the demon at Mania, hopefully. 
I like it. Bobby Lashley looks credible because in the back of my head, I still want to see a Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar match. So you got to make True. Bobby Lashley look good. True. I get I get it, but I'm just more excited that we're going to – it's rumored that we're going to get the Demon Finn Balor. At yeah, Mania. it's long overdue for the Demon. I, ho- I hope we get it. Wait. Oh, my gosh. So then we finally – we had – the first time ever a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss was not interrupted by anybody. I know, finally. And she she was announcing the WrestleMania 35 host. She announced it to be Alexa Bliss. This was so good. When she said, oh, we've had we've had uh, guest hosts in the past like Kim Kardashian, but this host is much more entertaining. The Rock, this host is much more elect- electrifying. We had The New Day, but this... this uh, Host uh, has so much more, you know, the power of positivity, whatever. And then she says it's her. This is, dude, I love it. Alexa is so good on the mic. It's not even funny how good she is. Like, and I'm like, I'm kind of disappointed. I'm not, I haven't seen her wrestle in a while. But as long as I keep getting her on the mic, her talking, these moments of bliss, her hosting WrestleMania, I'm all for it. I'm looking forward to it for sure. I can't, I, I can't wait for WrestleMania. And now the. Arguably the biggest segment on Raw, Batista and Triple H on the mic back and forth. Triple H calls out Batista. Batista comes out with the security guards in their suits. He came out with his shiny jacket looking like a million bucks. And I'll tell you what he wants. He, I, But I couldn't because he never really explained himself. Tell me what I want. What I really, really want. Give me what I want. <laughs> I'll tell you what you want. This was... <laughs> I really liked it. It obviously the delivery, but of from Batista was kind of kind of ridiculous. But he he got all amped up. He was spitting all over the place. I'm so fired up for this story. I don't care what happens in the next four weeks. Triple H versus Batista in a no holds barred match. It's gonna be electric. I'm all. I cannot wait for this no holds barred match. Triple H versus Hollywood Dave Batista. This is this is amazing. Okay, now what are the odds, Chris Bratt? Helps out Dave Batista. None, no odds. <laughs> I did, I never saw Guardians of the Galaxy. There's so. there's no odds. I promise. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna get Triple H wearing some sort of Thanos gear. Oh, that's gotta happen. Like again, I never saw Guardians of the Galaxy, but I I know the movie. And if that's if that comes out, that'll be hilarious. That'd be huge. Avengers comes out three three and a half weeks after WrestleMania. Big Dave's gonna want to promote that a little bit. Yeah. As as much of a wrestler as he is, guess what? He's in the hottest motion picture well, franchise in, in the world. And even Triple H mentioned it during the promo. He was just like, oh, are you going to get your Guardians of the no, Solar said, System or whatever no, he said? he called the security guards the Guardians of the Independent Scene. Oh, yeah. Because he claimed, obviously, he's breaking the fourth wall a little bit, saying, oh, it's just some extras, some local talent as the security guards. But this is, this is really good. I hope they don't come into contact with each other until Mania. That's not going to happen. There's no re- like. There's no need for a brawl, a pull apart, nothing. Just let them keep doing their thing on the microphone. Do not cross pads physically until they step foot in the ring at WrestleMania. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they'll. They're definitely gonna face each other, like in the ring, like have a face to face at some point, or just like iPhone interviews or whatever it is. But via satellite, via, whatever you got. Yeah, whatever you got, but. I don't think I really hope they don't like brawl each other because then it'll be kind of cheesy. Yeah, I, I hope that again. Let this play out until WrestleMania. 
Another big storyline coming up on Monday Night Raw. Kurt Angle announces his farewell tour. WrestleMania will be his final match. This this past Monday was in Pittsburgh. It was his last match in his hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He beats Apollo Crews. Apollo looks pretty good. Who do you think Angle's going to get at Mania? Cena. You think it'll be John Cena? I think it'll be Cena. It's just because it makes the most sense. You give Cena this match. You know, it's who Cena opened up his career against. Agreed. And he, it'd be really cool if if it is Cena and he comes out with the short, the the shorts and the boots and he's like ruthless aggression. Does the whole thing. I, I I think that's probably the answer. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a couple more. Maybe how I had said earlier on. Maybe we if we were to get Samoa Joe versus John Cena. What if we get Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle? For the U.S. title? I, I mean, I guess, unless Joe drops it, who knows. But Joe versus Angle, they have a plenty of history together dating back to their days in TNA. Joe versus Angle is another really good one. I would say uh, maybe AJ Styles if he wasn't wrapped up with Randy Orton. But AJ Angle, these guys who have so much history with him. Yeah. Like a Cena, like a Samoa Joe. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe we get uh, – I doubt I doubt this happens, but uh... – Actually, no, I'm not even going to say it because it's just it's just. Foolish. Well, now you have to say it. Oh, no, because I, I don't know why I thought of this when he's already fighting at Mania, but I was just thinking, you know, talk about history, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. That'd be, that'd be nuts. But yeah, no that'd way. be nuts. It would no be way. no way, yeah. Yeah, you do sound foolish. You shouldn't yeah, now, have said that. Now I sound like, great. Now everyone hates me. Now, you, now your uncle hates me even more. Probably. This is great. It's, yeah, uh, Kurt Angle at Mania, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Who's it gonna be? The Cena looks like the front runner, but I don't know. Could we could we could see somebody come out of the blue? Maybe I don't know. Maybe the big slow or. Um... Oh, you know what would be cool? What if we? What if it was like Rey Mysterio? That would be cool. That would be cool. Throwback to WrestleMania 22. We just get Randy Orton. I'd, right? I'd, I'd enjoy that Mysterio angle. I don't know. We'll we'll see. As these weeks go on, I bet we'll get, have some sort of idea. Yeah. And then Raw ends. McIntyre attacked Roman Reigns before their match. It looked like they were playing off that he gave him a concussion, possibly, which might keep Roman out of the ring the next couple weeks, which I think is a good idea, keep him out of the ring till Mania. Uh, so then Dean Ambrose wants, wants to get his boys back. He says to Triple H, I want McIntyre. I want him in a false count anywhere match. He gets that match and got absolutely pummeled by Drew McIntyre, who I hope is done with Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley because this Drew McIntyre, is for real. Yes. This is the good Drew McIntyre. None of this, you know, tag baloney stuff with Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Lashley, Elias, or none of that. Get, get, get Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre by himself is a solid wrestler, and he proved it this past Monday. But when he's with a tag team, when he's with someone like that, it's garbage supreme. Garbage supreme. First time you said that all all day, Clem. I don't, we went 51 minutes without it, doing it. it. All right, all right. Anyway, um, I I hope we get Drew McIntyre versus Roman at WrestleMania. I, again, I think this just leads back to the fact that we might get, I don't know how they'll do it, but Roman versus D, Roman and Dean versus The Revival. How? I, again, I don't know. I just, I just said I think we get Roman versus Drew, and you said, Unless, yeah, it feels uh, like Roman and I mean, Dean I don't versus know. The Revival? I don't, what? I, I, I don't know at this point. I really don't. Unless they do, like, a triple threat match, maybe. I know the triple threat yeah, match. Yeah, I keep, I, I keep fantasy booking too many triple threat matches. It's not good. I think we get Roman versus Drew McIntyre at Mania. 
I hope so. Maybe Ambrose I mean, is I don't in know. Roman's corner. I don't like, know. I don't, I, like, again, I just don't know at this point and, like, who, who's doing what. So. And I think I not only do I think we get that match, I think Drew goes over Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That you just that's just not going to happen. I, I think that's I think that's a move. I think that'd be a great idea. I think it would be a great idea, but it's just not going to happen. I can gar- right. I can bank on that. I don't need to bet any more money on WrestleMania with you, but that's something I would bet on. Uh we'll move it on to SmackDown Live. Randy Orton and AJ Styles. Back and forth on the microphone. This WrestleMania match is official, and I, I can't wait. This promo these two guys cut together was so, so good. AJ saying, oh, you know, everywhere I've been, I've been the top dog. You came here as a, as a little kid. You needed help, whether it was with Evolution, it, whether it was with Legacy. He had mentioned the Wyatt family. You've rated always, RKO. Rated RKO. You've always had somebody to have your back, somebody to show you the ropes. I've always been on my own. These two guys are money. Absolutely. This was this is probably the best promo I've seen on small small uh, Raw SmackDown or even NXT in a long long time. This promo was so good. I was I I kept watching it for the next couple of days because that's how good it was. Like I'm just like I can't believe it. There's and first of all, there's no way writers wrote that. This was all. This is all Randy and AJ. This is all Randy and AJ writing this stuff. This was. Phenomenal, and that no pun intended. And Randy calls out Dix Dixie Carter with AJ spending all his time in TNA. This it's just, everything about this. This is a marquee WrestleMania match. It is, and the fact that AJ has been in the WWE for just over three years now. The fact that they've had one singles match against each other before they've been they've kept each other away being on the same brand pretty much the entire time is shocking this is what people wanted oh this is what all wrestling fans wanted randy orton has been one of the top guys in wwe for what 15 years now you could say since i say 16 yeah 16 16 years AJ Styles has been the top dog in the indie circuits for sixteen. The same amount of time. Same, the same amount of time. It's they've passed never get, crossed. Your paths never crossed. You're finally getting that now. Worlds are colliding, and even they they're mentioning it too. Like them and Mark said it last week too. They're mentioning the the indie like oh AJ was on the indies whatever like that. And you're getting like an indie versus WWE kind of feud right now. And even AJ Styles mentioned he's like look around you Randy. It's all indie people right now. Like that's where everybody's come from exactly and. We saw AJ's first year in the company. We saw this story a bit with AJ versus John Cena, the two top dogs in their respective companies. And if there's any 1A next to John Cena throughout his time in WWE, it's Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy Orton's been the top guy alongside him. Exactly. So this is going to, I just, this is gonna, I think this is going to be the best match on the card. This match will deliver for sure. It absolutely, yeah. The, we're not worried about this match. <laughs> not at all. And ke- and keep the promos coming. These are yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, let them go back and forth. Get Give me RKO's out of nowhere. Give me Randy Orton's pose. Get, give me all of it. I want it all. And finally, we'll finish up SmackDown. The New Day and Vince McMahon. Three on one in the middle of the ring. This is how you tell a story. Trying to break the fourth wall a little bit. Trying to break kayfabe a bit. Not Ronda saying, oh, this is all fake. And if I sneezed on you two in real life, you'd fall down. No. But the New Day saying, Xavier saying, we haven't just walked away or complained if we didn't get what we wanted. 
or Kofi saying, you know, I've never been trick-or-treating with my kids. This is how you tell a story by bringing real life into it, not the way Ronda or whoever has been doing it. Now, if you weren't already on Kofi's side for some odd reason, now you are. Because now it's, I've worked I've worked for 11 years for this opportunity. I've done all this stuff. Give me, not to take from Batista. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Right. How'd you feel about this last promo? I loved it. It was so good. And you know what the best part about this is, too? And we've seen it for the past couple of weeks now with, you know, with The New Day and Kofi Kingston. Kofi's really not saying anything too much. You know, it's really Xavier big. Xavier and Big E. Yeah, it's really it. Big E and Xavier making the statement that, you know, it's 11 years, all this and all that, whatever. And then Kofi will come in at the end and, and say his stuff, which is which is amazing to do. It's not, it's not, and it's not that, you know, Kofi can't go on the mic because he can. He sure a, can. He, he definitely can, but it's just that the fact that, you know, Kofi's not even saying anything. His boys, Xavier and Biggie, are they just like, they got his back. They're like, put this man in the match, man. Like, he deserves it. Like, let's, like, what are you doing, Vince? And then Vince is all like, okay, I'll put him in the match. Uh, I thought you weren't going to try to do that again. <laughs> I'll put him, put him in the match. I'll put him in the match. See? Like, that's how you sound. <laughs> you sound like a 20s mobster or something. What are you doing? Um, here's my thing. The reason I am so, so positive that I have been for weeks that Kofi's going to get that one-on-one match at Mania is because if he wasn't, if this wasn't going to be a top storyline on the way to Mania, Vince McMahon is not getting out of bed to put himself in this storyline. He's not. Oh, yeah. The minute Vince inserts himself in this story is when you realize this is big time. Yeah. Vince, is, you know, any story that Vince has gotten himself involved in, whether he was doing the stuff with AJ or last summer when he took the bumps from Kevin Owens, if Vince is getting out of bed, this is a big money storyline, and that is Kofi Mania. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. Kofi Mania is running wild on you, brother. Let me tell you something. Again, the impersonations, that one's okay, easy. But no, that, that one's pretty easy. I, I feel like I sound more like Macho Man there. but um. <laughs> And the mega powers exploding over here. here, here <laughs> here's, here's my thing now. We get this gauntlet match next week. Vince says, all right, you want a mini opportunity? Sure. You got to beat Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, The Bar, and Eric Rowan next week in a gauntlet match. Somehow he's going to win that match, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know how. The New Day's going to get involved. Maybe AJ... Gets involved and distracts Randy Orton. Maybe, you know, New Day gets involved with the bar. Owens and Ali get involved with Rowan. I don't know. But I, mean, I mean, we saw it weeks ago. He went the distance in that in that first gauntlet match where it only ended up being getting RKO'd by Randy Orton at the end. But again, that was out of nowhere. He, did, he was blindsided by Randy Orton. Well, no, Orton. that was AJ after AJ beat him. Yeah, AJ yeah, yeah, beat yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Right. But again, he went the distance in there. I boy, he holds the gauntlet longest time in the gauntlet match now, I think. No, it was in that match. He, yeah. he wrestled 61 minutes. Yeah, exactly. He wrestled, He can go the distance. We've seen that. So I think, you know, with the bar taking bumps from uh, Ricochet and Black the past couple of weeks, Eric Rowan really still, uh, he still hasn't really, He what, he had one match since he came back? No, he's, he's wrestled a couple. He's looked he's, pretty good, He's too. looking pretty good, too. But I think Kofi, Kofi can obviously beat him. I think Kofi's going to beat the bar. I, I mean, I think Kofi just runs wild on this Garland match. I'm so, so, so excited. Usually, I don't tune in live for SmackDown every now and then. I catch the second half, maybe rewind. 8 o'clock Tuesday night, I'm in front of my TV this week until 10. There's nothing stopping. You have to watch this. This is must-see. This is. It is. So, that's going to do it for this week's Phenomenal Forum. Drewster Video, Big Homie Mark Sanger will be back next week. 
So for myself, Matt Weinstein, alongside the modern-day Clemmer Raja, Chris Clem, thank you for tuning in to the Phenomenal Forum here on The Wave, the sound of LIU.